September 17th, 2020. Show night thoughts. It's been so crazy here that I haven't had time to record my thoughts about my first television appearance dancing to Eye of the Tiger by Survivor with Pasha Pashkov on Dancing with the Stars. I'd really like to do that before those memories fade, but there are so many demands on my time that I'm feeling overwhelmed. I think Dancing with the Stars gave me the best possible pro in Pasha. His accomplishments are astounding, but what has been most interesting to me is that everyone at Dancing with the Stars, the wardrobe crew, the production crew, the design crew, the security crew, and even the wranglers they assigned to fetch shoes and water and lunch, etc., all say the same thing verbatim. Pasha is just the sweetest person in the show. Pasha said in an interview, when asked about how it felt to have gotten me as a partner, that he is a manifester. He had devoted 2020 to meditation, clean eating, and reading, and no TV. But of course, everyone said, you have to watch Tiger King. He binge-watched it in 48 hours with his wife, Daniela, and thought that there was just something that didn't ring true. When Pasha and Daniela heard who the stars would be this season, they said, wouldn't it be amazing if we both got Carol Baskin and Nellie as our partners? That's exactly what happened. It, as fierce dance competitors on the global stage, I'd have to think they wanted partners that they thought they could make it to the end of the season. Feedback from others. Patty Finch emailed and said, Kathy Rosenthal, the facilitator from our conference, wrote and said, quote, she really is a pro, an awesome job. She did a great job with controlling and redefining the narrative. She appears above the fray, and that, all, that, all, and that always bodes well. <laughs> I would like to think that the production companies that are doing something based on her and haven't called her yet, as she said, will call after seeing her on Dancing with the Stars. That was a great interview, and she deserves to be consulted by these production companies, and her story needs to be heard. Her story being the Tigers, not defending herself from the Tiger King onslaught. I know this past year had to be tough on her. Let her know, as a PR person, I thought she did and is doing great. I thought she did and is doing a great job. And way to go for keeping it about the Tigers, unquote. And then I responded, thank you, Patty. I hope you are doing well, and I've been encouraged to see more being done recently to protect birds. That's been a long time coming. Even though I told Wardrobe at Dancing with the Stars, no fur, feathers, or leathers, the very first day they tried to work feathers into my headpiece. Later, I heard the woman who was wearing the white feather dress talking about how much she loved anything with feathers, and I haven't had the time to catch her alone yet, but I intend to. I'm doing all I can to become Dancing with the Stars' favorite celebrity ever, and what I want to leave behind here is an animal-friendly set and costume design. Pasha Pashkov's bio. Pashkov is an American ballroom dancer and choreographer who is known for his appearance in season two of NBC's World of Dance. He started dancing in Russia through a class at his school when he was 11 years old. Pashkov partnered with Daniela Karagach in 2009. My coaches warned me that because I was so young and he was a top dancer in the finals already, people not, might not respect us as a compatible pair, Daniela recalled. She was only 15 years old at the time. The couple is a seven-time United States 10 dance champion and Latin champion. In 2009, they were selected to represent the U.S. at the 2009 World Games in Taiwan. They made the semifinal in the World Championship, taking place in Spain. 
Pashkov and Daniela held on to their 10 Dance U.S. Championship in both the NDCA and the USA Dance Nationals in 2010 and 2011. They represented the U.S. at the 10 Dance World Championship in Australia. They also represented the U.S. in the Ballroom World Championship in Germany in November of 2010 and the World Cup in Korea. The couple also represented the United States at the World 10 Dance Cup in Zambathli, Hungary in June 2011. They also represented USA in World Latin Championship in Singapore in September 2011, the World Ballroom Championship in Moscow, Russia in October 2011, as well as the 10 Dance World Championship in Shanghai, China in November 2011. In 2011, the two dancers won the UK Open 10 Dance Championship, which took place in London. Later in 2012, they became the US Dance National Latin Champions. They also made the semifinal of the prestigious Blackpool Dance Festival. Pashkov and Daniela are the first U.S. couple in 40 years to represent the U.S. in all four styles at the World Championships, Latin, Ballroom, Ten Dance, and Show Dance. In 2010, they won the Blackpool, which is the British Open, Rising Star Professional Championship, as well as the U.K. Open Rising Star Professional Championship. Later in 2018, they won the United States Latin American Show Dance Championship. They appeared on NBC's second season of World of Dance in 2018. 2019 was their first year on Dancing with the Stars. I Have the Tiger was popular. We were trending on Twitter and YouTube beginning on September 14th, 15th, and 16th. And by today, our Dancing with the Stars video has 2.3 million views on YouTube and 3.5 million views on Twitter. Variety reported, numbers-wise, the premiere was clearly a success for ABC, as the latest season kicked off with a 1.3 rating among adults 18 to 49, and averaged 8.1 million viewers across its two hours. That represents a 30% ratings bump from last season's premiere. The season, 29 Curtain Razor, was also the highest rated Dancing with the Stars premiere since 2017. Following that, the Disney-owned network FOMO, Vote or Miss Out, special scored a 0.4 rating and just under 3 million total viewers. The Dancing with the Stars team were telling me how happy they were that I put on such a show, which may have been a nice way of saying, even if you still can't dance. Lady Gaga and David Spade were amongst the most notable stars who took the show to their fans. While they may not have been kind to me, I appreciate that so many people are seeing the message about saving tigers. I spoke to Jamie for the first time since the show aired. She's been dealing with the injured bobcat baby, Angel, who she rescued the day of the show. I'd gotten a call at midnight the night before, and Jamie brought her in and dealt with her broken leg, surgery, nearly dying in the process, as the kitten is only one and a half pounds, and the tiniest bone repair we've ever had Dr. Justin do. She's also got a carload of orphan squirrels she's tending to and running the sanctuary. She called today to say how proud she is of me and how everyone back home has been galvanized by this positive turn of events. The watch party she organized at 610 Brewery was packed to COVID standards with only our volunteers and staff, and they all made flower crowns. She said it was the most fun she'd seen them have since the painting party she arranged a while back. The craft brewery has been closed since March, so they were just thrilled to have a night of income and be able to do what they love. 
I never go to 610 because I don't drink beer, but many of our staff and volunteers are regulars there. Jamie was outraged at Don's daughters for their commercial publicity stunt, inferring that I killed their father, and at the judges for giving me such a low score, but I reminded her that finding Don would be the ultimate payback to everyone who has been accusing me of harming him. It would be a huge relief. As for the scores, I can only go up from here, and can imagine that it would create a considerable amount of buzz and viewership if I'm always clawing my way up from the bottom of the pack. Anything to keep people talking about big cats works for me. In other muse, Think Factory sent out the following press release and already have networks calling them. The first to call is one that I can't talk about because we're still talking to them, who may have been trying to work out with, but their written agreements were nothing like their oral agreements, and we never did come to terms before deciding to go to Think Factory. I don't know if that call was because they want the show or want to fuss about turf. And then this was the, and I'm sorry, I'm just getting so many of these pings here. Okay. Uh, this was a press release that was sent out. Big Cat Rescue's Carol and Howard Baskin team with Think Factory Media for unscripted series aiming to expose the nefarious individuals and organizations abusing animals for profit. Los Angeles, September 7th, 2020, September 17th, 2020. Carolyn Howard Baskin, the husband and wife activist behind nonprofit educational sanctuary Big Cat Rescue and subjects at the center of the pop culture phenomenon Tiger King, have partnered with ITV's America's Think Factory Media to develop and produce a new unscripted series that will feature the Baskins alongside others as they work to expose, like never before, those who abuse and take advantage of various animals. The new project, which will is being taken to market intermittently. <laughs> Not intermittently. The new project, which is being taken to market imminently, furthers the Baskin's 20-year war against those who benefit from the pain and suffering of big cats and other animals. Specifically, Carol and Howard have worked for years to outlaw the practice in which cubs are prematurely taken from their mothers to be passed around to paying customers. The Baskin's proposed big the big cat the Baskins' proposed Big Cat Public Safety Act bill would help eliminate this process that leaves thousands of tigers languishing in captivity once they've been deemed too big to cuddle. Now, in the series with Think Factory Media, the Baskins are exposing the many perpetrators of a brutal industry, spotlighting the cruel histories, lawsuits, and animal rights violations associated with these organizations in an unprecedented and unexpected fashion. Said Think Factory CEO Adam Reed, this partnership and new series falls right into Think Factory's wheelhouse, offering a unique new format with incredibly vibrant and passionate individuals at its center. Carol and Howard are fun, intense, unpredictable, wildly driven, and, oh yeah, they've very recently become pop culture sensations. We're excited this project will offer them an opportunity to propel their work in unconventional and heart-pounding new ways. Added the Baskins, this is a chance for us to use our new platform to battle the everyday evils facing big cats and so many other animals. Working with Think Factory on this show will help us further our life's mission while bringing important stories and information to cool cats and kittens across the country. In even more news, Michael Schillick wrote to Howie today saying, 
Hey Howard, great news. PPK has two radio spots for Big Cat Rescue that are finalists for Best Spot for a Cause in the International Radio Mercury Awards, the world's most renowned radio competition. The spots, The Missing Truth and Tiger Cub Petting Truth, are two of the eight finalists in this particular category. Just being a finalist is a nice honor since it's such a tough international competition with many giant global creative powerhouse agencies participating. I see where one winner from each of the 12 different categories will be announced via a virtual show on October 6th. So let's hope and pray for the best. If you're enjoying my diary, please like, share, and subscribe. You can find other ways to connect to me over at bigcatrescue.org forward slash carol.baskin.